Welcome back to Strip Down. I'm so excited for today because I have an amazing in-person guest with me. She is a poet. She is a creator. She's a speaker. She's many things. Ariel Astoria, welcome to my show. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Of course. You have such a great energy about you. Like The minute you walked in, I was like, oh, it's going to be a great show today. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> you're you. welcome. So we met on social media yes. and I just loved everything you're doing, especially like with, you know, being a poet and mm-hmm. I love poems. I'm, I, you know, I'm not very good at that. <laughs> I, my husband always laughs. I do like the ridiculous, you know, rose or red, you know, flowers or blue. Like, I love you. He's like, okay, thanks for trying. You know? <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I, but I love poems. Like yeah. I think they're so amazing. Yeah. I love what you do with your writing, yeah. what you share. So for those that don't know you, you please tell my listeners a little bit about you. Yeah. Yes, my name is Arielle and I am a poet, a speaker, a creative, and all that means is I do things that have to do with words for the ears, but not for the soul is like my motto. So whether I'm taking pictures, whether I'm on stage, my goal is to make people feel things and to feel things deeply. And sometimes that transcends via Instagram, sometimes that transcends with being on stage which is really cool. I'm um, with poetry and keynote speaking or workshops or emceeing. Yeah. Um, which is why it's like a drop down. Right, these are three categories. There's a drop down. And so, I love it. Yeah, I'm from the Bay Area. So I was born and raised there and moved to Southern California for school and just kind of stayed and loved it. It also makes more sense to be here and be like, oh, I'm a poet. Which is anywhere else. And they're like, no, but like, what's your real job? <laughs> right. And I'm like, what's your title? That is my real job. So, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah and and into what you said of you know feeling um, versus necessarily like reading like I, I do think you know you have that sense about you because especially as a new mama when I was you know started following you and finding you and you know reading about the different things about yeah. you and your social I was yeah. like wow the words you share and the way you articulate like you mm. do feel something and yeah. I think that's really neat thank you yeah thank you're welcome you. how did you kind of get into all of that yeah it started with theater actually so I kind of was always that kid who would like walk around and perform and like do things and it wasn't until I got to um I went to an arts high school so I studied theater there and then before that it kind of triggered because my seventh grade teacher who was like really crazy and whimsy for our history project we performed Shakespeare so we performed oh, <laughs> and so after that she was like you have to get her in the arts and so I went to an arts high school from 10th grade until I graduated and I was like oh I love theater like I love acting this is great and so I studied it in college as well um, but then I would like write plays and monologues for those perspectives of other How people. Incredible. And so that's kind of where my writing really developed was like putting myself in other people's shoes. And then I started writing things that were more resonating for me. Um, I've always journaled, like I've always had journal after journal after journal and I've processed the world through writing. And so um, when I got to college, theater turned into poetry. Um, so I was on a competitive poetry team for like two years. Oh, how cool. And that was really fun. And I was like, I'm not competitive. Like, <laughs> I do not want to do this. And then it's also like you spill these huge parts of your soul and they like score you on yeah. it. And so it was very weird. And so I left that and I was like, I don't want to compete. And I thought I was going to do the very practical thing of like work at a university and things like that. But the closer I got to graduation, the more I was like, what if I just try this like creative thing for a little bit? And um, yeah, so that's been, I've been doing that since I graduated in 2010 of like full time doing this with like yeah. a whole bunch of other stuff because trying to make money and trying oh, to course. sustain yeah. and all of that, that's like the creative <laughs> job now. And so that's kind of how it started. But like words have always been super important to me and they've always been something I felt connected to. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, obviously, you know, we talked about this offline before you came to my show, but like this is obviously called Strip Down. You strip yeah. down to your real raw self. And I feel like you really do do that with your words. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious for you and like even for my audience, 
how do you feel like you are able to yeah. strip down and like find those words that align with you? And I guess like you said, I started with journaling, but yeah. now especially with you know being a poet and all these things, right. how do you kind of find that to be able to share it? Yeah, I think I've always been a very vulnerable person. Like I've never had that whole stranger danger kind of like <laughs> quota which terrified my mom like I was always meeting people I was always finding their stories I was always like I go I would come home and I would have someone to talk to her yeah. about you know and that's a lot of who my dad is too like people just know him they just talk to him and so being surface level was like never a thing I orchestrated out of like even as a kid you know wow. I always felt like way older than I actually was like I feel like now I've like rejoiced how much older I've gotten because I'm like finally like my mind and my heart and my soul is like catching up to my body you know and so I've always kind of just been that person where I'm like why I don't know how to be surface level like I don't know how to stay there and so I go deep and I go deep fast you know and so I've kind of interpreted that like through being able to speak and my major I studied psychology in college and so taking that and like learning how to understand people and how their minds work and why they do the things they do and then being able to like love or to talk to them directly so I kind of like cheat with the emotional pulling on the heart I say that I'm like professional at pulling on heartstrings because like <laughs> that's what my poems I want them to do like I mm-hmm. want people to feel like oh you just like said everything that I couldn't articulate or you just said things that I was processing and I didn't even know I felt you know and things like that and so being able to connect with people in that way but most of like my Instagram now even is like I needed to hear this or I feel like someone else needs to hear this and so that's the reason why I post it you know that's or really that's the reason why I share it yeah yeah, yeah and I kind of gauge that I think that's what I kind of you know got into you and started following you yeah. is I started reading certain things and also you know I'm a new mom and yeah so there's so much emotion with that alone right. in motherhood right. and like you have no idea until you're actually in it yeah and so when I was reading some of your stuff, I was like, oh, wow, this resonates with me, like, mm. with these feelings and those feelings. So that's cool that you share that, like, you know, for, like you said, for you yeah. to put out how you're feeling, but also hoping for someone else to maybe have right. that feeling inside yeah. as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I think at the end of the day, it's like, if I'm saying things that don't relate to people, then I, I don't have a job. Yeah. You know, like, then <laughs> I'm not doing anything yeah. of substance. And so it's like, no matter what season of life, I think that's, like, something I've definitely learned with, like, poetry and being in very different spaces of like super corporate or super technical or men and women or just women or moms or or anything. And so it's like, but the theme is always super common. It's like people just want to be told that they are enough, that they are seen, that they are loved, you know, and, and everything else outside of that is just like extra. What we do is just extra, but like talking to the person again has always been like a super important thing. And so it's like, it doesn't matter where or what walk of life they're in. Like people still need to be told, you know, that they're loved and that they have value in this right. world you know and yeah. do you feel like for you like you always felt that way about yourself because no okay. I feel like a lot of my ability to encourage and to inspire comes from um, my lack of being inspired or being encouraged or my like ability to speak body positivity or speak self-worth over people is because like I've had to navigate through not having that self-worth or not having that body positivity for myself so a lot of it is coming from like I sucked at this you know and like when I first started it was like really for my college girls I was like a resident advisor for 40 freshman girls and going into that I was like I'm gonna tell them that they're beautiful and that they're so important that then like you know the universe or 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 for me it was like this voice where I was like yeah but you're a hypocrite because like (laughs) you don't even believe that for yourself and I was like 
shoot like right. I don't so yeah. it was like my ability to encourage came from being checked first like wow. how can I tell people that they're valuable and that they're important and I don't even believe that for myself you know and so every day that I do get to tell people that I also and like I said it's just like this resounding thing where it's like I said it because I needed to hear it first you know okay. which is so it why it's able to resonate first. yeah okay. it came from within me but I think comparison dealing with comparison and dealing oh, with feeling so you know hard. like yeah. inadequate and feeling like why do I have this opportunity who like I get that all the time even mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. Um, and having to really navigate through like no this is part of my story I you know I, I'm valuable and I, I'm worthy of this opportunity and all that stuff and even if I'm not it's my for a reason you right. know yeah and so navigating through those things every day pretty much every day yeah, yeah. well and yeah. good for you and I, I you know think that's great that you shared that like it came from a place of you not having that yeah. because I think a lot of people you know look at you know situations like people like you and they just think oh wow so she always thought she was you know right. what I mean because right. they don't know yeah. they don't know the backstory yeah. they don't know the history they don't know the stripped the down stripped real down. and raw yeah. you know so for you to say like it was really hard for me. Yeah. So I had to go through all that to now be able to share yeah. how I feel and yes. know my worth and say, you also have worth mm-hmm. is beautiful, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But a lot of people I feel like are afraid totally. to say that and totally. to share that. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, because I think that's like a lot of what the like high highlight reel mm-hmm. of it is. It's mm-hmm. like, look where I'm going, look what I'm doing. But like, I really, even Sunday, like my post was like, Meh. like I yeah. just, I'm not inspired. I'm tired. I you know, you. like I'm close yeah. to burnout and I, that was my post, you know? Right, yeah. And like, people, and the digital burnout is real. I mean, oh, I'm in it right now. It's so I get it. real. Yeah. And I think the constant need to create and to hustle yeah. and all uh-huh. that, I'm like, one, we're not like made to do that. Yeah. And so, to being very honest, and I did not expect it to get, I was like, oh, this will be like my my lower in yeah. post, <laughs> which is like, at this point, I don't care yeah, anymore. Yeah, right. You know, but it, it hasn't been. And I was like, Oh, I guess so. I'm still learning yeah. like how to even be more vulnerable in those spaces. Um, with just like I just I've been home all day. I have showered once. Yeah, and I feel I, like- then I put on comfy <laughs> clothes and I am staying this way. Yeah, you know? and just like really being honest with those moments because like otherwise I think it makes it create this like separation mm-hmm. of like me and you or us and them and it's like not that at all like right just how our lives are unfolding just looks differently mm-hmm. you know it's true and it's true social media is quite the highlight totally real. and it's like people will say that over and over again but I think people actually understanding that right and taking that in it's and different. being like yeah and being like oh like it really is a highlight it's like I even joke I'm like even my like best photos I post like they're the, the like the best of my highlight you know what <laughs> yes. I mean like it's like I go through like hundreds yeah. of photos that I took that day yeah. of that same like whatever wherever I was the pumpkin pat whatever I was totally. doing and I'm like okay which one looks the best even if I don't look the best like that mm-hmm. wasn't my best shoot you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying so it's like people don't realize that. Yeah. and then they see that and they're like oh my gosh I go think she's doing meanwhile you're sitting home like you just said right. I've been having the same feeling <laughs> yeah. I haven't posted in like yeah. five days yeah because I've been feeling that digital burnout yeah. I haven't had the creative spirit and the yeah. creative space and so my, my question for you is when you go through that how do you handle that especially as someone who does use right. you know words to articulate and to also like get yourself through things and, yeah. and walk yourself through your journey yeah I think like a lot of the things I do end up posting are just like things I've jot down in my notes you know so like that day I was like some days, like, I don't feel, like, inspiration. You know, some days I don't prance around for Instagram photos. Some days <laughs> I am tired and not creative, and that is okay. That was what my post was, you know. And then in the caption, I had a girl who was like, how do you how do you navigate through your posting? When do you schedule? How do you schedule? And then how do you keep your friends 
from stop loving from like stopping loving you and I was like wow whoa that's a lot I was like what in the world and I was like I one I don't fans are very weird terminology totally and two it's not about them they can leave they can come they can go they can Mm -hmm. stay it really doesn't matter you know like whoever I'm serving and and talking to it's going to be there everybody else it's like you leave you go it doesn't matter and so I was like it's not about posting scheduling it's about sanity and balance like if I feel overwhelmed by it I'm not posting you know if I feel like I'm on my couch and I don't have anything to say being a word person then I won't post that day Mm -hmm. you know but usually that's why it's like half the time I can't have a designer or anything help me with it because I'm like, I create them in the moment. Yeah, you know, I get it. Because I want it to be in the moment. Um, and and so it's like navigating through like, okay, like how do I create a space where it's like, yeah, these are the things I'm doing and accomplishing, but also like I'm a person. I have everyday, you know, feelings just like you yeah. have everyday feelings. Right. Yeah, and I'm I a person wear, too. Yeah, yeah, like I sleep in an NSYNC t-shirt. You know, like it's just like, those are just like everyday things. And so really trying to find that balance of like honesty and like if – I think we're in a space I've been talking to a lot of creatives about like we at one point in time we were creative so when we created content we created it now we're at a point where we're creatives generating content yeah and we're so not true. meant to Such a generate yeah, yeah like uh-huh. we're not robots mm-hmm. you know we're not machines right like generating something there's no um there's no tactic to it. There's there's just system, you right. know. So there's no heart anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no connection to it anymore. And so I'm like, if I'm ever losing that creation heart connection, then I am not gonna post anything. You I know? love that, and that's true. That, and that's kind of how I've been feeling. It's yeah. like I'm so grateful and thankful, you know, being an influencer in the space, like to have all those different ads and yeah. brands to work with. But right. it's like sometimes I sit there and I'm like what do I want to say about this? And it's not that I don't love the brand because I'm using it and right. it's in my everyday life, yeah. but I just can't attach to the creative yeah, and attach to my heart mm-hmm. like you're saying. And it's mm-hmm. like, I've had to have those conversations myself too where I'm like, okay, you know what? Then I'm not going to share it right now because I, I'm not in that space. Yeah. And I agree with you that you do kind of, it comes like robotic feeling right, right. because you're constantly creating instead of like, you're right. Years ago, I didn't even think about this until you said it. Like yeah. years ago when we were kind of in this space and yeah. Instagram was kind of newer, right. if you will. We were posting just look at this cute this outfit, fun. yeah, look at this cool look space at my I'm in, look yeah, at my avocado right, toast. right, <laughs> yeah, you know, like oh, look at this, you know, cute, you know, accessories I have yeah. on today, or look at this cool place I'm at, look at the aesthetic, right. And now it's like you, you almost without even meaning to, you think about like oh, where am I? Mm-hmm. Oh, would this be a good background? Uh-huh. Oh, like I did that yesterday with my husband That's all the time, pumpkin patch, all like, the time, taking cute photos. Yeah. I was like, oh, can I use my Instagram? I'm like, well, this background. I'm like, Ellie, stop. <laughs> yeah, yes. But it is, it's true, and it does become kind of robotic, and I've had to also like pull back as much as I can while still obviously working to allow myself that kind of same yeah you know reset so right. good for you yeah. for being so aware and being like okay then I'm just not gonna post yeah and my I feel like your husband's probably like pretty good at this too but my boyfriend is very like he's like he barely posts when he does post it's like three in a row and they're all of me and then he disappears <laughs> you know and then yeah. he'll post like a song in his story uh-huh. or a book he's right yeah, no, my husband's the same. He, like, barely uses Instagram, and then, like, he uses Facebook every now and again, and he's, like, puts a big update, and then he's, like, off for, like, six months, and he's back for a big update, and then he's gone again, you know? So yes. it's like, yeah. They and totally so have that down. he definitely keeps me, like, yeah. balanced, mm-hmm. you know? Like, not every moment has to be documented, documented. I you know? know. I'm learning And that. not every moment has to be shared. Right. And really finding what those moments are has been, like, super important, because then it's, like, we share so much about our personal life and not everyone, this is like one of the things he said to me, he was like, not everyone deserves like that much access to you. And I really had to like take that. I was like, whoa, like that's so true. Cause we just want to be like, 
this is me. This is yeah, me. of course. Yeah, let me share. Let me share. You know? Especially so when your like, heart is open. Yeah. It's like you said, you're so vulnerable. Your heart is open, so you just want to share and share. Right. And it's like, where's the shut off? You know? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and how do you find that balance? So. I've been really trying to be intentional with like, okay, if I don't have anything to say today, I do not need to post on Instagram, you right. know? Yeah. And, and, and then, then it turns into infinite scroll. And I'm like, for what, what else could we be doing? Like, I have to have that like in yeah. di- dialogue with myself. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And good for you for kind of being aware of that and like using that to walk through and be like, okay, this is my inner dialogue. Like I don't have anything to say. I don't need to be here sitting here mindlessly scrolling, which we all do. Right. We're all, yeah. I've had the same thing. Always. We're all laying in bed and I'm like, now my new thing is like in the mornings, I try not to grab my phone first mm-hmm. so that I'm not first looking at my phone and just scrolling through aimlessly for no reason. Nice. Like I sit there, like have my tea, I like relax, get Amelia, like I like get into my zone yeah. first yeah. and then check in yeah. instead of immediately turning on and starting to share because you do all of us as creators we share immediately mm-hmm. and I like what your boyfriend said of like they don't necessarily need to get everything and my husband's the same thing he's like we, you don't have to document everything you want to document it for you and for us for our family <laughs> yeah. like fine. fine but like you don't have to document every single effing thing yeah. for the world right and it's like it's interesting because it's funny yeah. how like both of our men like see that the same and I feel like yeah. a lot of guys do that are kind totally. of in this space you yeah. know they're like very they're against like, okay, it let's right. just be yeah. in this yeah. moment totally mm-hmm. let's just be in this moment like let's not be so right. wrapped up wrapped in up everything in yeah. you know yeah and it's like it's just so interesting that it's good for you to say that and share like when I don't have the energy or when I don't feel that creative I just don't and yeah. I'm learning the same thing right. it's like I like this whole last week I was supposed to post all these different things and I was like I'm just not feeling yeah. it. I don't have the heart. I don't yeah. have the energy to like even sit there and come up with a caption. Right. Normally it flows out yeah. of me. So I've realized the same. Like I'm going through a total doesn't. digital burnout mm-hmm. and I need to like pull mm-hmm. back. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of us are like feeling that space where we're like, okay, we're here, but what's being said, what's happening, you know, like what kind of impact or in, in change are we making? I think I, I did like a workshop on social media a month ago and then my post reflection after was like, none of this matters. <laughs> you know, like I was just like, <laughs> Right. so just like yeah. over it at this point I'm like at the end of the day none of this matters yeah it could help you it could funnel sure. some opportunities but like when Instagram crashes then right. what yeah, then, then who what? are we mm-hmm. then who do we interact with then what are our conversations look like you mm-hmm. know and and really trying to like live outside of that like little box yeah it's so caught up in that space and it's great I I think there's so much benefit to it. Oh, there is absolutely. Also, so many opportunities. We have to find the balance. Yeah, yeah. we have yeah. to find the balance. You do, yeah. and and I love that you said like live outside of it. So so to you, like when you just said that about Instagram crashing, right? Because I think we all have that in the back right. of our mind, like one day when yeah. this goes away. Because right, because MySpace one day went away. Oh yeah. All these platforms, yeah. like you start Periscope was huge and right. it was gone. Yes. You know, like and you start to see these different platforms. Mm-hmm. So it's like to you as someone again who's a poet and, and shares, you know, through words, like. How do you feel when you think about Instagram potentially going away? Mm-hmm. I I literally had a conversation with someone about this today because she was like, "Oh, you need to build your email uh-huh. list, you know, because like once Instagram goes away, like you don't own that. That's not yours. True. Those aren't right. like that isn't something you can keep and sustain. So your email list is like an ability. Like people will have emails for you know for the rest of our lives. Maybe it might change to something different, but mm-hmm. that constant communication." to that capacity will still be there. And so I always think of like, well, a lot of what I do is live anyway. Like it's in person anyway. And I think that's where I make the most impact is like in person, like social media. It's like, it's a cool outlet to have like a small experience of what I do. Um, but I think like at the end of the day, I'm like, those people are cool, but like I would much rather interact with you right. in real life. Yeah. Like let's actually have like coffee. Let's sit totally. down and well, that's what I told you. I was like, we have to sit down and have this yes. podcast in person. Yes, yes. Yeah, and so sure. having more moments that like, 
overlap the mm-hmm. reality to the social media mm-hmm. space because as much as social media is a reflection of reality it's not reality right you know totally, and so like totally. finding that like where is reality in mm-hmm. this moment you know and and so i'm always like okay well if this goes away then like google you know yeah, like totally. I, whoever i am to google yeah, is right, like who totally. i am i guess you right. know and you mm-hmm. can't really express more about that or what that looks like until you interact with that person until you cross paths with that person which mm-hmm. i think is like so beautiful and the more you work and the more you find connections with people you realize how small like the world is Uh, anyway Uh and so I'm like I love those in-person moments so finding more of like those moments to like interact in real life yeah 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 well and like because you do connect with so many different people and like with your words and stuff do you like do you feel like when you know when you share like you know obviously your heart and you share your words do you feel like do you share like different types of words when you're in front of different people? Like I'm sure it's all from yeah. the same vulnerable place, of course. Totally. But it must I, change. I'm, I will like have a full on set prepared, ready okay. to go. And then I will, I'm such a feeler, like I'm such an empath. And so I'll get in the space and be like, no, that's not it. That's <laughs> not the poem. Okay. That's not the word. I will, I've changed endings of poems or I've added stuff to poems on stage because I'm just like someone and it's for someone you know uh so I'm very much so like a feeler of like my environment and feeler of people and so I'll like tell like I usually have like a musician with me if I'm doing poetry and I'm like sorry we're not doing that poem we're actually (laughs) gonna do this poem instead or I'm making up a new one right now just follow along (laughs) with me and so I I never like usually the poems themselves like stay pretty consistent, but sometimes I'll I'll say them differently or I'll slow them down at different places, and it'll just be very catered to the environment and catered to the space or catered to the people. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. do you, and when you do kind of recreate these on the spot, do they just come to you? Oh yeah. It's okay. like oh this word or it'll just be, or I'll just say it. And I'm like oh well I hope someone recorded this because oh. so people will come back and be like I love when you said blah 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 and I'm like. That's great. I didn't know I said that. You know, <laughs> I'm like, you should put right. that down somewhere so yeah. I can remember yeah. it also. And so I love it. It definitely like it's it's definitely like I say spilling instead of writing. So mm. even when I do okay. like produce a piece, like it's like this overflow that happens. And I think the same when I perform, it's like this overflow that happens. And so when I'm in that space, I'm like, oh, we're gonna change this right now. Or like before a poem, like I have gotten a lot of like song and melodies this year. And so before I'm performing, like I have the poem down I'm ready to go and then all of a sudden like I'll loop like a tune or a melody and I'm mm. like oh no and then words will start coming so then I'll go on stage and I'll just sing wow. that and I'll then I'll do the poem you know yeah. so and a lot of that comes from being in the environment like this poem or this song mostly this song didn't exist until I got in this space which means it's very much so for the people who are there oh, yeah okay. yeah and I'm curious like because you've been obviously too you said like between like corporate and and women and men have you had an experience with kind of just just mothers where you've had Mm -hmm. where you've shared your words and that sort of thing yeah could you share that with us yeah so I did a poem for um specifically for mom of preschoolers which was super fun and got to talk to them and so I was like oh my gosh like what is at that time like uh pretty much single like not married no nowhere near that world yeah Yeah. 20 something year old is gonna say you know to to women and and women who like are moms and wives and their lives are like crazy and I'm like I slept in this morning you know like I don't fully understand that context um but I I shared a a piece for them I think I can yeah I was like you pulled it up um okay so I was you have shared any type of poems or words 
for Just Mothers. Of mm-hmm. course, I have so many mom listeners yeah. on this show. Yeah. And you said, yes, you do. So I wanted I you to share. Yeah. So this is called Dear Woman. And I actually wrote this piece uh, for Mother's Day. It was like my gift. Um, I was speaking at an event, but then it became like my gift to my mom because I'm like Aww. the oldest and like super close to her. So this is called Dear Woman. The older I get, the more I see the once little girl in my mother, the woman in my mother, the 20-year-old crush on my father before he was my father woman. And it's funny how sometimes we forget of the human in the hero, the story before the superpower, the woman before the mother, the woman and the mother. This is an open letter to all of you, dear woman. We see you. Even though it feels as though you've been shoved into so much doing and not enough being, even when mom has said more times in a day than you can count, and you are wondering how to outstretch hands that have felt empty for so fa- for so long and extend patience that has been thin for so long, dear woman, afraid of being hidden under piles of laundry and stampeding children lost in schedules and demands of everyone around you carrying worlds on your shoulders and still managing to stand taller than ever, dear woman wondering where the sound of her own thoughts have disappeared to we hear you dear woman holding newborn baby afraid in awe and afraid all over again a woman terrified that she has been given all the wrong ways to love doubts that she could ever do it right a woman who knows more tired than rest more chaos of a home than peace dear woman you are wonder and warrior you are lighthouse rescue ship and also those waves raging in between you are seen you are known you are not forgotten, dear woman, who cringes even when she is called that, because how can barren wombs still be considered barren enough for the women who so desperately want to be mothers, who have wept at their bodies' disloyal attempts to create new life in their wombs? You are woman enough, dear woman. You are simply enough for the mothers who are caretakers through a system that will never understand what family means. You have taken the unlikely bunch and loved them still, dear woman, who is made familiar with the inside of abortion clinics who has felt her life be uprooted from her being you are seen you are known you are enough the woman who still entails life on this earth and their child no longer does sometimes control is not always in your fixed hands and that is not your fault it is not your fault for every little girl inside of you who still questions will he ever love me all stretch marks barren wounds forgotten appointments you fearfully and wonderfully made to the woman weighed down by depression barren eyes and heavy hearts there is still life swimming inside of you there is still sunshine coursing through your veins when you are ready please get back up to the yes woman and no because i said so woman the i am still standing even in the eye of the storm woman to the i can be super without the cape woman to the mothers the mother's mothers to the one day mother and the almost mother you are wonder and warrior or a lighthouse, rescue ship, and also the waves raging in between. You are seen. You are known. Wow. As I'm getting so emotional right now. That was amazing. Oh my gosh. I mean, like I've read some of your stuff. That I have not read. That is is incredible. Thank Thank you you. for sharing that. And you can just feel like, I mean, I know I'm sitting with you, but you can just feel your heart when you're sharing it. And even though you're not in that place, (laughs) you're still somehow a part of it. Mm -hmm. And I can see how you connect to your words so beautifully. Thank you. Oh my God. I like literally just got all (laughs) teared up. I'm like, oh, emotional on this show. 
<laughs> wow. But truly, Thank that was you. just so beautiful. Thank you. Yes. Oh my gosh. So were all the mothers just yeah. amazed by that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I, I sent uh, the poem to a lot of them after because they were like, I have to yeah. hear that. And I have a video of it too. So they were like, I have to share it to my sister or oh, send it to my mom or, or something. And so it's been one that has like circulated oh, you'll have to give a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's been everything. super sweet to, and people are like, are you a mom? Like, are you? And I'm like, no, it's just like, again, the feeler and being mm-hmm. an empath and being super close to my mom and just being the oldest and like watching through like mm-hmm. all these different things. And when I left for college, my mom was like, I think I'm going to go back to school, you know? And so having a lot of moments where it's like, I watched her become like a woman again, you mm-hmm. know, and like do things that she was excited about or be passionate about what she was excited about. And it had nothing to do with us as yeah. her kids, uh-huh. you know, or, or my dad, it was just something like, she's like, I For just her. feel like I should yeah. do this, you know? Mm-hmm. So I love being able to talk to like the woman, like we know your roles, we know what you do, but like, who are you, you know? And like, putting that value back on who you are Mm -hmm. and then hopefully that inspires what you do and who you are to other people. I love that and that's so beautiful and that's so like needed for you know mothers to hear no matter what you know season they're in in their motherhood because like me as a new mom like I have to remind myself that of all the time like you know there's some days where I'm just exhausted and I don't want to podcast because I'm like I'm tired and I just want to like lay here and cuddle Mm -hmm. with my baby but at the same time I'm like but your podcast is brings you passion your podcast brings you joy it's something that you have really Mm -hmm. loved doing yeah so you even though you're tired like you need to continue to do it because it helps feed your soul yeah and your soul at the end of the day is you know the most important to feed because then you can feed everyone else and I'm learning that so much yeah being a mom is like yeah. checking in with my own self so that just resonated with me so much because I'm like wow it's so true like you don't realize how much you don't feel seen all the time and right. you do feel yeah. so you know kind of pulled out of yeah. everything and you're kind of just watching everything else go on right. and not necessarily feeling connected, connected and and it's like you're connected to your family yes more than ever before right but everything else like kind of just falls and Mm -hmm. you just kind of sit there and are like okay but I'm but I'm a mama now this is my role and it's like yes it is and it's the most important role you'll play in my opinion but at the same time like you have to feed your soul Mm -hmm. too and you Mm -hmm. have to know you have your own passions and what's important so I just like Oh my God, it's so beautifully said. <laughs> I can't you. even tell you. Thank I was like, you. So emotional. Like, wow. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And I, so I have a question. So obviously you're a poet. So for you, this is like second nature. This has obviously mm-hmm. been like within you for a very mm-hmm. long time. But for someone who, you know, is not like myself, but someone does like try to journal and write things down mm-hmm. and share words. What would be advice that you would have yeah. for someone like me or others? Yeah. Especially mothers. I feel like we need to like get things out more yeah. and share and things like that. Yeah. How would you like approach, you know, someone if we, they had said to you like, okay, Ariel, how do I, not necessarily maybe write a poem, but how do I just kind of get my thoughts out and allow myself to kind of share that way mm-hmm. vulnerably to help myself mm-hmm. to be able to kind of release this and then maybe who knows, find something behind it. Yeah. I, there's like, one is like consistency. This is something that I like, I've had to get back into. It's just journaling just for the sake of journaling mm-hmm. or, or having a prompt of some kind. Um, and then I was doing this book called the artist way. And one of the homework assignments she gives is to write morning pages. So before you get out of bed, like we were talking, 
talking about before mm-hmm. you pick up your phone you just jot down which is just stream of conscious so whatever you dreamed about whatever you think about it could be like i don't know why i'm writing right now i have really nothing else to say i had this weird dream tonight oh my gosh i have to go and do this today oh man i was thinking about this you know and it's just like literally stream of conscious because then later on it helps us one clear that clear space in our head so we're not just like when we sit down to do something or we sit down to process through something we can't because of all that other mm. stuff or all those other things in our head so starting your morning off with just like stream of conscious and then seeing how that opens up your ability to create or to process later that day um and then just like gratitude like writing down it could be so simple of like oh today i'm thankful for my barista you know mm-hmm. today i'm thankful for the farmer's market strawberries that i got you know mm-hmm. things like that that could be so simple but i've noticed you pull from that simplicity and there could be such depth there there can be such like exploration there so it's like oh i'm really bothered by this and the more you write about why you're bothered like oh my gosh i'm not actually bothered by this you know it's like oh i was having a lot of anxiety the other day and it was like because i was like keeping something you know i was like holding something and it wasn't the thing that was keeping me anxious it was having not said the thing that was keeping me anxious you know and i had to like journal that out you know in order to be like oh that's actually what was happening there so having prompts whether it's like um very specific like i do a lot of prompts about like oh um write about your body like what about your body um feels great today or even so like what if you encountered who your voice was for the first time like a third person um what would it say who would it be Mm. you know and things like that and so giving yourself the space it doesn't have to be structured um in april is like natural poetry day and so i try to do a 30-day challenge where i write something every That's single neat. day and so just finding like the most random of things of like oh i saw a couple have an argument on the street and so i wrote to her you know uh-huh. or i i really like even today i was like at starbucks and this guy had parked behind this other woman and she just patiently waited for oh, him whoa. to like <laughs> to move and That's he like came out and he told her he was like i he was like you have amazing patience and she was like and you must have a lot of privilege to think that you can park there and they're having this like back and forth so like that would be something that i would write about is like that interaction so just like being open to taking but i think especially for for moms and for women having that space like if your baby's down for sleep or if your kids are at home like just taking that 10 20 30 minutes to just like jot down all the thoughts i'm frustrated this happened, this happened. I'm really scared about this, you know? But just taking the time to like, it doesn't have to be structured, but just get something down on paper. Something down on paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like later, if you want to explore, you know, more prompts and more things like that, it'd be like, okay, um, like more soul-oriented conversations of like, today I'm grateful for, and I'm grateful for this because, you know, and this time last year, I didn't have this mm-hmm. thing. Like having mm-hmm. that train of thought. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And kind of expanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and letting your mind do what it does naturally, but writing it down, right. you know? Yeah. So taking basically what's there and just putting it down mm-hmm. on paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have been trying to get more consistent. I, I definitely in the last year have been doing like a gratitude journal. Cool. I'm not good about doing it every day I do like write the date and I'll look at it and go oh that was four days ago you know yeah but, but I try right. to hold myself accountable right. and I write down like oh like three or four things like you said like yeah oh I was so grateful to go to the pumpkin patch with my family and yeah. enjoy and make memories and I'm so grateful that you know Amelia's thriving and right. I'm enjoying motherhood you know and, like simple yeah. things you so know good. and it, like and so I have noticed that has helped mm-hmm. my mindset and mm-hmm. then I am trying to do like in my other journal like kind of more of what you're saying which is just kind of journaling and just getting things out as yeah. well as like even putting down things that I'm trying to manifest and things I'm wanting to bring yeah. into my life and things of that nature I love that. 
Yeah. But it's definitely something I, I agree with you. It definitely needs to be more consistent and it's mm-hmm. something I'm working on. So for you with consistency, how do you stay in check that you stay consistent? Yeah. It, it definitely is like a muscle. Like for mm-hmm. anything, it's like a muscle. It's a craft. So like trying to get to the point where you're like, okay, if I can do this for five days, for 10 days, for 15 days, mm-hmm. you know, just like creating that muscle. So it's like when I travel a lot, I'll bring my journal, but then like my mornings and my schedule will be all over the place. So then making sure I do it at night, but like making sure in the day I get it done. So Got it's it. like trying to like oh it has to be at 6 a.m you know yeah, every yeah. morning totally. feels daunting but it's like okay if i can at least okay i didn't do it in the morning which means i'm gonna do it at night but getting but it done in the day yes at some time mm-hmm. to tell yourself yeah so do you actually schedule it into your schedule then? i don't but you i'm don't. gonna do that okay because I'm, I'm like working through this journal right now and so it's just a matter of like either i go work out come back and do it mm-hmm. or i wake up early enough to do it and Got then it. go work out so trying to get it in my like morning mm-hmm. time before the day yeah. gets ahead of, of you because uh-huh. that always happens yeah, and then you get the clock and, and you get four o'clock and, and, and you're and like by the oh. time you like lay down to uh-huh. like right you're like falling asleep yeah so finding that balance so for me it's like i'm not great at that consistency but like for now i'm like okay I've done it consistently for the past five days. So I'm like, keep it going, you know? Right. And just like getting to the point where it's like, I have pen to paper at some point in time through the day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Some point in time. I love that. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good though. And it's like, it's true. I think like you said, like the muscle, like keep yeah. doing it. It reminds you to continue to go back to and go. do it. Mm-hmm. So are you um, also, since obviously you are a writer and you share some of your thoughts, do you also put that into manifestation? Is that something you're into? Sometimes. Uh-huh. Like I will like, especially with, transitioning out of this year and getting into the next Uh year I'm like okay I'm gonna write this down because like I just just to write it down and see and my best friend and I used to do that a lot we would every year when the new year would come about we'd go on some type of trip and we would say okay what do we hope to happen next year? Like, what do we want to like get done or accomplish next year? And so then we would like go back and be like, crazy, this happened or this happened. So instead of articulating it in person, now I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, 2020 write down what I wanted to look like and even 2019 what it did look like mm-hmm. and what I unintentionally manifested yeah. you know uh-huh. um, but I definitely am into like okay let's claim it let's say it out loud and then like what are steps we can take my mentor is like what is your next elevated jump mm-hmm. and like what are you going to do to get oh, so you to have that a point yeah I have quite a few mentors uh-huh. in a lot of different capacities yeah, just because you need help and you For need sure. people who are like constantly challenging you and, and like pushing you forward and so she's like what's your next elevated jump and what do you need to do to get there and what do you also like need to let go of to get there and I was like oh once I was like journaling (laughs) about that and then like watching the things of letting go and watching like okay well if I'm trying to get here then I need to do this you know and letting that get to a certain point but I definitely am like about like say it out loud like it was just so scary we never want to do of course say it out loud Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. Say it out loud. Yeah. Say it out loud and say it to other people, even though we're like, well, what if it doesn't happen? Yeah. And it's like, and sometimes I think when we manifest things, we like manifest things in a way that is like not how we expected, you know? Absolutely. And like, it's like, we thought it would look like this, yes, but it, it looked actually totally looked like this, different. but it was still the ask. Right. It was still yes. what we hoped right. for. Exactly. Yeah. We, we still, something was still delivered. Maybe not in the way we thought it was going mm-hmm. to be, but like, I completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. And I agree too with the, what you were saying as far as the like, you know, cl- saying it and, and claiming it and asking for it, but then also taking steps towards it. Yeah. That's been a conversation I've had with a lot of different people, especially, you know, you know, I'm originally from New right. York, yeah. being out here in La Land, people yeah. are a little bit more you yes. know, out there and creative. Yeah. And it's like, I love it, but it's like, it's funny for me. It's like, I'm still finding this balance of the New York self, mm-hmm. who's like very much like that doesn't even really exist mm-hmm. in New York to like here. Right. And it's like, I realized for myself, like, okay, 
if I'm saying it and I'm putting it out there and I'm sharing it, but I'm really working towards mm-hmm. it, then like, yeah. yes, I'm manifesting, but I'm also working towards it. Versus yes. some people, you know, no shade, everyone does things differently, but I feel like some people feel like they just write it down and they sit there and wait for it to come. Yeah. I don't personally believe, believe that like that. it just sits. Right. Like, I agree with you that right. it's like something you kind of just speak in existence right. and then work, work towards, towards and like really mm-hmm. want mm-hmm. and go for. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise it's like, oh, we put it down on paper. So I'm just going to wait for it. Right. To it's, like, like, it's like the tooth fairy is like pushing yeah, for but it. But you're not putting yourself. I think I've been talking a lot about like alignment and, and positioning. And we're like, oh, it's going to align. It's going to align. And it's like, yeah, but I think a lot more than the things getting aligned, it's more about like us being aligned. So like, are you in a position to manifest the things you're asking for? Like, have you set yourself up to where those things would be a gravitational pull towards where you've learned and how you've grown and things yeah. like that but like it's not just like well I'm just gonna sit here <laughs> I manifested it so it's just gonna right. come out of nowhere it's like right. no there's still there's still an ethic to it there's still a work to it and not a hustle but like there is a work to right. it you and that, know and I think that's a really good point of view especially with your word yeah to say a work or versus a hustle. hustle yeah because the, obviously a hustle is very important mm-hmm. but I've even learned especially again becoming a mom right like the hustle has to change yeah. as you get older the hustle has to kind of transition as you kind of work, you know, right. smarter and, you know, get to enjoy life a little bit more and not just work away. Yeah. And I think sometimes a lot of us, myself included, get like stuck in this hustle where you're just hustling. Mm-hmm. And then you're just kind of in this grind mode mm-hmm. or this burnout mm-hmm. and you don't realize that you are until you're in it. Right. Yeah. And so you're right. There is a difference between like actual, like putting in the work, work. Mm-hmm. versus just a straight up hustle. hustle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think there's like, there's like a, there's like a slow to the work. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a tedious. There's a strategic to the work. And a hustle is like this grind. It's fast. It's like we might be somewhat planned, mm-hmm. but it's like one, two, three, go. You know, yeah. like there's not much oh, uh, no, like just process to it. Yeah. yeah, and I think we obviously we burn out a lot faster. But when we put in like the work and it's like slow, then it's like a build that we can bounce off of and still have the energy to bounce off of because it took we took our time. You mm-hmm. know, and it doesn't mean that like it's late you know it's just mm-hmm. like with that specific timing I think right super well, and what you said about alignment like I've had to learn over the years too and obviously like with getting older and everything like I I'm like okay that aligned when it was supposed to mm-hmm. the timing for me happened when it was supposed, supposed even though I felt yeah. like rush 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 why right. isn't this happening right. in the yeah. moment which we all do yeah but then when you really look back and you're like oh but that aligned for me when it was supposed, it was supposed to. to yeah you know yeah so it's true yeah it's like yeah. It, it's, it's doing that work and realizing it and so I'm, I'm curious for you when you say doing the work how do you kind of do the work on yourself, especially mm-hmm. now, like like you said, coming into mm-hmm. 2020. And also, I'm sure you've got big and amazing big goals for yourself you know, yeah. going into the new year. How do you put into that work into yourself before you kind of get back into that hustle totally. and everything else? Counseling is yeah. like one mm-hmm. of them. Like the routines that have really nothing to do with like my work, like going to yoga, mm-hmm. going for a walk, getting a massage, like hanging out with people that's just being with people and not um, uh, a photo shoot or something, you know, like that, like just going to shows. Like I really, I love going to shows, even though they're work. I also really enjoy music. I really enjoy Out of Street. So going to shows where I, people are like, are you here to do something? And I'm like, nope. Like I'm just here. <laughs> here to enjoy. You know, I'm yeah, here yeah. to enjoy. And yeah. so for me, it's like finding that 
balance is super huge of like, okay, where can I like rest? Like where can my soul rest? Where can my artistry rest? But then also like finding those places where it's like, okay, now I'm fueled up. Like now I feel filled up and ready to pour out because like if we're pouring out from empty cups, like we're gonna be empty, you know? And so so we're gonna, and so we're gonna burn out quickly and we're gonna dry up. But if we're filling from a place and we're pouring from the place of being filled, um, that is like trying to find that balance. So I spend like days where I'm like, I'm at home. I don't go anywhere. I don't talk to anyone, you know? And Mm -hmm. so finding that balance because like so much of my work is so vulnerable and so people oriented. Like I introvert quite a bit or I go from event to event and I don't play music in my car or things like that. Like just trying to find like little moments to just like, Right. Yeah. Just take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. Let's pause for a moment because otherwise it's just go, go, go all the time. It is. And all of us, I think, yeah. feel that. That Always. go, go, go. And you just look and you're like, wait, what, what month happened? Is yes. You know, like I talk yes. to right now. I'm like, we're almost at Halloween. Uh huh. What? Yeah. And Halloween happens. Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah. We skip pretty yeah, much. Pretty much. <laughs> you know, and also Christmas. You know, you're yeah. just like, oh, okay. And, yeah. and there went the year. This you know, year it's just so fast. Yeah. So fast. Yeah. 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 So, and I appreciate you saying that kind of inner you know uh slow and finding that space because I think a lot of times especially as creators I know for myself like I get so much guilt in that yeah. slow because I'm like oh my gosh I should be doing, doing I should be anything. doing I should be doing uh-huh. I'm not doing anything mm-hmm. and I've had to tell myself like this is the work on yourself mm-hmm. this is okay mm-hmm. that you're not doing something right now because you actually are yeah. like you're saying you're doing that right. work you're doing that inner slow but in your mind you don't feel like you're doing right it. and also it's like for seasons that are like freelance and, and mm-hmm. entrepreneurs and stuff like that we have seasons where it's like madness and we're traveling like all right the time <laughs> and things are happening yep. and then we have these slower seasons and I think so in low. the slower seasons yes. like we freak out and like oh, oh yeah we're not making money we're mm-hmm. not doing the things but I'm, I'm starting to learn that in that slower season what I'm supposed to be doing is preparing myself for when the busy comes back because it mm-hmm. will come back yeah so what do I need to do right now to prepare myself for that season like who do I need to be in that season okay I need to work on this I need to work on that and like oh I'm gonna build my reel I'm gonna do this like little tedious stuff where you're like you can do that from your house right you know from your bed but like really instead of being like oh why am I not doing anything I'm like okay I'm gonna be in a season again where I'm doing too much or I'm doing a lot Mm -hmm. so how do I prepare for that now so true and and, and working on those things to prepare you then for when it does get crazy Mm -hmm. I completely agree with Mm -hmm. you and I'm learning that too because I'm like oh well I could have totally been a little bit better prepared (laughs) had I actually like yeah versus like freaking out about what this season would be and what this event would be and and why is it Slow and it's everything's it. so quiet and then yeah. all of a sudden it gets massively crazy and you're mm-hmm. like oh my gosh wait but I didn't get this done and <laughs> this was on my to-do list and then you go back to your yes. to-do list and it's like this you know piles Pile. on and then somehow you're in the new year and you're like oh well there well, there's that this, yeah. you know like yeah. new moving yeah, forward here you know? go. so yes. I agree with you so I'm trying yeah. to do the same is like finding that inner slow and mm-hmm. really like working through and being like okay what do I need to work on That's within good. myself what do I yeah. need to work on with my business and like yeah. all those things but I think again See, there's sometimes hard things for us to say to ourselves as humans and especially as creators and entrepreneurs, which Mm -hmm. a lot of us are, Mm -hmm. that are like, oh, what is this feeling? Oh, what is this anxiety? Why am I, you know? And it's like you do, you have to kind of look at yourself. So when you go through that, do you write Mm. yourself like certain words to Mm. bring that inner slow for you? Like, like I know you said you obviously go and see friends and do self-care and all of that, but I'm just curious because you are such a writer and a journaler. Is that something that also checks in with what you're saying yeah well in the journal that I'm like going through now um it's like a word for the day so okay. it's like grateful I'm grateful for and then like word for the day so sometimes like my is it you wrote the words or? um yeah so you write the words to oh. yourself so like it gives you that slot for like what is your word for today oh. and so some days it's like 
clarity. So then I'll seek more opportunities for clarity, you know, or some days it's rest, like, and I'll seek more spaces to rest, mm-hmm. you know? And so really like having that has been really interesting because I think it definitely makes throughout the day. I'm like, oh, I put clarity down, you know, right, and I just yeah. got that. I just picked that up. And so, and I also have like a word per birthday. It's funny. Like I haven't come up with my, I just had a birthday at the beginning of the month. And oh, so I was like, I haven't day. come up with my like 28 word, but like every year before I've mm. had a word for my birthday. And That's so really, really like cool. utilizing like, oh, this was a year about blooming or this was a year about this, or this was a year about this. And it's cool to like, look back and be like, oh my gosh, that was a year of blooming or that was a year of that. And so that's kind of like, usually my words are by year instead mm. of by seasons. That's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. So it's like a check in with you mm-hmm. at your birthday. Yeah. That's really neat. Yeah. Cause like instead of like a January to January, right. I'm like, that's a, it's a year, but like, I think that's my more professional year is January to January. Whereas my personal year is more birthday to birthday. Mm. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah. really neat. I'm yeah. going to have to have to try that. It's <laughs> yeah. really cool. Yeah. And with your, and with your, um, your journal with the words, is that like a journal you found that like has you put mm-hmm. in words? Yeah. It's like a, it's structured that way. Mm. So it's like, oh, my thoughts for the day. And then like a meditation or like a verse or something like that on one side. And then it says like the date and then, um, what are you grateful for in one page? And then what is your word for the day on the yeah. other? So it's funny doing that one at night. It makes that one challenges me to do it in the morning because mm. like, it's like my word for the day. So like what I write here either encapsulates or I do it from night to night. So depending oh. on when I journal it. Um, so, um, yeah, it's like, I'm um, cultivate there. Are, like they have like planners, like extensive planners and things like that. I'll send it to you, but yeah, it's called, um, I cultivate. Yeah. I love yeah. that. That's awesome. That's beautiful. And I love that, like, you know, you have that check-in with yourself. And I love, too, that you also said that you kind of separated mm-hmm. the personal world of you from the professional. From the, from the professional. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I, I'm guilty of it, too. Like, sometimes I don't mm-hmm. separate. And I, I don't realize like how much it merges and meshes. Yes. and you like get so in that. Yes. And how do you check in with yourself? Like obviously besides with the journal and writing out, you know, okay, this is my check in for my personal birthday and every year. But like, do you feel like you also kind of get in that intertwine? Yeah. Because don't you have certain friends too? Totally. In the same space. And maybe you have a friend, but they're also in business. Like it's hard. It's hard. Cause it's like, especially with like brands being extensions of us, you know, extensions Mm -hmm. of people. And so really trying to figure out like, okay, is this for the brand part of me? Is this going to benefit me personally? Is this going to benefit my business? You know, like asking questions anytime I do an event, anytime I'm like, oh, can you just come to this event and just be here? And I'm like, does, what does this benefit? What does this benefit? Like I literally, I, I said no to one, like a, a week, or this week because I just got back from Nashville and I was like I do not want to drive I don't want right. to drive so yeah, and I did it traveling for the last yeah few and yeah. So I was like I I'm not going because right. you know it just it won't benefit me as a person to like show up in that space as a brand and just not have been feeling mm. rested or feeling full you know in that season so I would interact with people and probably recluse hardcore because like I just I'm not rested and I'm not okay and so I definitely have to find those moments where I'm like okay does this benefit me where I'm at right now as a person and then okay professionally could this benefit Mm me um and and trying to find that you know again that balance or really just that test of like okay because this benefits me more professionally than me as a person we just gotta we gotta suck it up we gotta figure it out you know um but really just figuring out like because they're so intertwined i'm like okay well if my person is not rested then my brand will not be able to create well you know and to produce well so really trying to find that yeah Yeah, i know i love that and i think that's and that's a great thing to share because again 
we're always feeling we have to say yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And we don't realize there's the power of no. Yeah. And I've been learning that heavily yes. in motherhood. It's like, yeah. no, sometimes I just need to be with my daughter. Other times I need to just be home and mm-hmm. just be comfortable and not mm-hmm. run around. Mm-hmm. And like finding those check-ins yeah. and not having that guilt. So and, much. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. And allowing yourself that space. Mm-hmm. And, and and like you said, that check-in of like, does this benefit me? Where mm-hmm. does it benefit me? Mm-hmm. How does it benefit right. me? Right. Yeah. Because all those things, again, you pour from the same cup right and you don't realize like I mean for me I realized so many times like I have an empty cup like this is why I've been exhausted the last yeah. few days like I am pouring from an empty cup I need to refuel yeah. I need to pour back right. into myself right yeah and you just sometimes don't even you realize don't. that you mm-hmm. you know you take, need that yeah you do need yeah. that so you said you're very close to your mother mm-hmm. so do you feel like a lot of your inspiration kind of came from your mom and, and like you know like watching her and your relationship totally. and how many siblings do you have? I'm oldest of five. Wow. One yeah. Of five. So I have three sisters and a little brother. Okay. Um. So I mean, most of like everything comes from my family and mm-hmm. who they are to me and how important they are to me. My relationship with my mom has funneled a lot of my conversations to women. I think I'm able to talk to moms, um, you know, to wives and things like that because. I've seen it through mm-hmm. her, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, if there are things that I would tell her, then what would I tell, yeah. you know, then what would I tell them? And right. it being the same and, and then being, you know, like working from home moms and things like that. But they're like, oh, how do I find that balance? Or like, I don't have that balance or like, oh, I feel like I have a book, but like, I'm not going to put a yeah. book out there, you right. know, and, and really encouraging them like, no, you, there's still so much that you can contribute. There's still so much that you have to contribute outside of your contribution as a mom and outside of your contribution as a wife. And, and those com- came from conversations, you know, with, with my mom. Mm-hmm. And and so even to this day, like, she speaks and travels as well. Oh, and that's so, amazing. like, being able to have those moments with her has always just been, like, super sweet and, like, helping her with her Instagram and things to post that's and cool. stuff. And so she definitely, like, that... I think the people in my life have always been a huge funnel in terms of inspiration because a lot of what I write comes from conversations. It comes from interactions. And so the people around me... Literally, I could call them like the the rock, the fire in my rocket, mm-hmm. like because mm-hmm. they're literally what propels me. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's that, that's it. That's beautiful, and I love that. Like also, you get to show your mom mm-hmm. and help her with stuff and have that relationship mm-hmm. because mother daughter relationship. They can be tricky, but totally. they're so beautiful. Yeah. And I even learned that with my own little yeah. 18 month old. You know, it's like <laughs> so beautiful, but there's still moments like so, so testing. Yeah. It's like, you know, and so tricky. It's right. Like, that's that mother daughter, you yeah. know, dynamic. Yeah. But it's like beautiful that you guys get to share that and you get to like help her with stuff. And then she's also things she shared with you mm-hmm. over all her years mm-hmm. are now influencing you. Yeah. The things that you share and the way that you share in your words right. and your writing. Right. Like, that's really, really yeah. amazing. It's amazing. I love her. She's great. Oh, I love my mom. <laughs> so great. Yeah, I know. I love my mom too. It's it, it's really cool right when you get to kind of like as you're older kind of like look and be like wow you do so much for me and mm-hmm. like you know especially me now being a mom mm-hmm. like I'm like oh my god mom I bow I down know. to you, yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. I'm just like I tell no, her I'm like it. wow this like, I get it yeah like, this is like and you had three you know yeah like, yeah it's like wow this is a whole a new whole level, level you know yeah. so yeah. it's so true well you gave us so many amazing gems this was like such a feel like good conversation Thank and seriously you. I'm still teary eyed over this call I'm like oh my god I'm gonna take that from you and save it on my phone yeah but um so before I let you go um are there any other you know gems or anything else you know you just want to share for the audience to know about you or anything to inspire them or anything before I have you you know plug yourself and everything mm. else um no I don't know <laughs> I think this is always like a fun question no I just I think especially with like 
the conversation of like your your demographic and like the women mm-hmm. you listen and you are in this space one of the last conversations I had with my mom, she was like, I just don't, I don't have time. Like, I know I have a book. Mm-hmm. I know there are words inside of me, but I don't have time. And like, one of the things I told her, I was like, mommy, like there are women who are not yet free because like you refuse to give them the keys to mm-hmm. like unlock their freedom. And I think a lot of that, however that's interpreted, it's like, there's a gift that's specifically within you to help someone else, like whatever it is. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, even if you're at home, whatever, like even you, there's so much you can do in the very small spaces in which you have, you know? And so really utilizing those gifts um, and really having those hard conversations where you're like, this is what I'm struggling with. I'm not going to post that because it's scary because I don't want to, but like how many women you will also resonate with and who will be like, thank you mm-hmm. you know like thank you so, so take the scary leap and like know that there's like so much inside of you that you have to like contribute to people i love that that's yeah. so beautiful thank you so much Jerry. you're like such a gem <laughs> can you tell us of course where we can find you yeah. follow you read all your amazing poems all the things so yes. everything is ariel astoria a-r-i-e-l-l-e-e-s-t-o-r-i-a that's on itunes and spotify as well you can find some music to poetry on so there cool. and all my books and my um albums are also on my website site which is also dot com and then twitter instagram i post a lot on instagram yeah. and i respond to dms like their text messages <laughs> yeah, so right. We're all you can find me that. there yes yeah. amazing well thank you so much for being on you were thank truly you. like just so fabulous thank you thank you all right guys so next time cheers bye Hey guys, we're Sarah and Matthew Bivens, hosts of the Doing It At Home podcast, a show dedicated to empowering stories and resources around home birth. Our mission is to normalize home birth and encourage mamas and families to be educated, supported, and empowered by their birth choices, whatever they are. You can find the podcast in Apple, Google, Stitcher, the Pod Network, and on our website, diahpodcast.com.